That's all it is, Miles. A leap of faith. Surprise, Sydney. And welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have another episode of Cinemania Live, Friday edition of the Cinemania Live show. I am joined, as always, by my co-host, Hannah. Hello. Hi. And I did it. Oh, man. <laughs> I we did didn't watch it, anything man. fun over the weekend. Dwayne certainly nah. didn't. Nah, I didn't watch shit, man. Only thing I see last night was like Death on the Nile again. You feel <laughs> me? But uh, we are almost at the finish line. We got to get you there. You're like, you're like, you're in the race and you're running <laughs> and you're almost there. And it's been like a two year long race. <laughs> I am I'm at the finish line just waiting to you I'm just I'm just waiting for you. You know how when you get to the finish line your hands on your knees you just <laughs> you're, you're you know you're you're out of breath and you're just waiting. I'm waiting on you. I am literally Jonah Hill <laughs> and 21 jumps right now just dicking around. <laughs> I'm literally yeah, I'm waiting on you and you're you're running. You're trying. It's, <laughs> it's only Friday. <laughs> so, Friday. Um if you don't know already, we are talking about, of course, the Batman. A lot of press screenings yesterday for the Batman. I went to mine last night, got home super late. But when I tell you, man, I was wired, wired, baby, and super excited about just life, movies again. Hannah, remember when I remember when a couple of weeks ago, remember this? I feel like I know you're going to. Yeah, no, I, I feel like you. I I feel like you know where I'm going with this. Remember a couple weeks ago when I said that it wasn't a movie that just hasn't really got me to feel the way that like some movies in 2018 made me feel. Yes, like 2019. Ah, I feel that. I feel that feeling again. <laughs> Feels great. How you doing though? What's up with you? Which <laughs> which how you been? What you been up to? Um, just patiently waiting for Batman, honestly. Literally well, gonna start counting down the fucking hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Everyone's seen it but me, and it's so sickening, truly. Yo, I didn't even know Chris got into one. He got into one today, last minute. Man. Because he, he, yeah, it's, um, most, most, most critics was able to do yesterday. I know there's another one on Monday. So I think everyone mostly is gonna is gonna be is gonna be like have seen it by like at least Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, Monday is when the embargo lifts, so I can't. I'm under embargo until that's like Monday. a late ass embargo. Yeah, and I was at first I was really concerned. I'm like, why are they doing the embargo so late? And I think it's because they just want this week to be like a massive Batman week, you yeah. know? Because what happens when you release an embargo like two weeks prior, right? You get the reactions. No one really talks about it. Yeah, you get yeah. the reactions that day or that week, and then a few weeks, it's like, oh, yeah, it's coming out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think they want the full week ahead of just reviews dropping, social reactions dropping, so you know, fan reactions from Tuesday dropping. They want people. They want people like you going crazy about. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they. I think. I think this is calculated. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I think this is calculated because usually Warner Brothers is like, hey. You know, um, press screening three weeks before the movie comes out, like with Dune, 
Yeah. Dune, I would have been able. I was. I had. T- I had chances to see Dune like two weeks early. I just never went because it's like it's all the way in. It's like I'm. I'm far from Boston now, far from home. You feel me? Oh wow. So, <laughs> so um yeah. So I think I think this is very calculated. Monday reviews are just gonna drop from all the sites and all the YouTubers podcasts, and then Tuesday the fan event reactions are gonna come out of it from the fan event. Wednesday they're doing another AMC kind of event as well. Thursday's the opening. So I think they're trying to garner a lot of talk with the movie. Cause they cause they they clearly know they have something special here. Clearly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we've heard we've heard rumblings from the inside as far as like like how Warner Brothers execs feel about the movie. And they clearly know they have something here and they're like protecting it. But it's very calculated the way they're doing it, um, and I think it's kind of smart. So we'll see how it we'll see how it pays off with the the box office and stuff like that. Um, somebody asked me what I think the Rotten Tomatoes score is gonna be, and Rotten Tomatoes I don't know because Ant Man and the Wasp got like a ninety percent, dude. I don't know any more about <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, man. If, if I seen Eternals and I walked out of Eternals and you asked me as soon as I got mm-hmm. out, like what it would have been on Rotten Tomatoes, I probably would have said like eighty. <laughs> so absolutely i would say like 83 you know i told yeah. someone i said last night i said you know 93 92 and somebody and then they were like oh so you think it's gonna you think it's gonna be higher than than the dark knight and i said shit what's a dark knight at dark knight's at 94 and i said i mean i don't know because you know it is kind of listen some of these MCU movies are really too high. It is not, I'm not even trying to be that, <laughs> I'm not even trying to be a geek and be like somebody like, oh, Ron Tomatoes and Shills. I'm not doing all of that. But some of these MCU movies are way too fucking high. I, like, I I'm talking like high. I like forget what Ron Tomatoes is a lot of the time. Well, of though. course, of course. Like, because they're, I feel like even my sister looks at it this way. She's like, oh, yeah, 94%. That means, like, you know, it's really good. And so, like, right? 94% of people liked it. Like, not, you know, Rotten Tomatoes, when people review it, it's just, like, you can have a 100 critics and, like, 50% of them liked it, right? So, mm-hmm. th- the score is going to be okay. But it's not saying, like, the movie's great or anything. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, even in, like, some Rotten Tomatoes reviews, a lot of the time I see, like, people are like, oh, this movie isn't really good, but I liked it enough, so I'm giving it a fresh, you know? Yeah. It's, like... It, That's true. That's a good point. It's kind of nothing. It's <laughs> a good point. But it's, like, it's this. The world that we live in right now, Rotten Tomatoes is very looked at as normies. Like, exactly, and and Tomatoes it's like and, and like even like oh ninety four percent the movie's the masterpiece. You know that's why Rotten Tomatoes made that deal with the uh, Xfinity a few years back because now and if you if you have Xfinity um, and you're about to watch a movie, they have the Rotten Tomatoes score right there, and it's like because the casual audiences they they look at if they if they see something has like a twenty something percent, it's like oof. You know what I mean? But if something is like, it, you know, that's why it's that's why the mark, the Rotten Tomatoes has gotten so huge. The branding is everywhere. Now in TV spots, it'll say, oh, 98 on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, it's very, it's very, it's become like the go-to for a lot of audiences as far as like if a movie's really good or not. So, um, yeah, like, that's like, to- movie, that's like the first thing that pops up is the right. Movie. Even like tomato, 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 you know, tomato reveals as well. 
Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like how they hype those up. Like, I bet you they're going to do one on like, they're going to do one on Monday. The Hellboy Just, one. Yeah, oh, that shit had me crying, man. Oh, that's that, so funny. That, that shit stopped at like 80. And I was like, bro, get the hell out of here. And it, then rightfully so, it went to like 11. And I was like, period. Because that shit was trash. It was really bad. Um, but if I had to guess, I think Rotten Tomato, I think, I don't think people are going to be dumb with this movie. I, I'm going to say 95, 96, at least. A win like in my I, book. In, in the nineties, I'm gonna say like definitely in the nineties. If you if you had to ask me, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score is gonna be? Like definitely in the in the nineties, because if if man, if that shit gets like a seventy nine or like an eighty, I could see it happening. And you know what? People are gonna Get twist it in a way that like makes it seem bad, but it mm-hmm. pisses me off because everyone's always like, "Oh my god, Joker is critically acclaimed," and now all this shit. And I know you is. love Joker. I Period. know you love Joker, but I'm saying like the way people <laughs> talk about that versus like fucking bvs and they're like not really that far from each other on like the tomato meter i'm like joker is like pretty divisive according mm-hmm. to like rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. like don't piss me off and <laughs> you guys are like oh my god bvs is so terrible and then joker's a masterpiece and i'm like they're like 10 percent away from each other in rotten tomatoes but okay like <laughs> right i mean i get i get i get 100 100 what is joker at right now like I think it's like sixty something. It's not. Yeah, I know, right? Sixty eight. It's not. <laughs> yeah. It's not great. Cause you know, you know when a movie's divisive is when it's in that sixty seventy range. Mm-hmm. Like think, that's when like most movies are divisive, divisive. You know what I I'm think saying? Like uh, Aquaman. Aquaman mm-hmm. was like the same kind of thing. Like very much like in the sixties range, and people were like, "Oh, Aquaman's critically acclaimed." And then like, I'm trying. To, there's another movie around that time that came out. And people were like, oh, it was terrible. And it had, like, 60, like, received terribly. And it was also in the 60s. And I was like, what's the fucking bias? Like, hello? Well, one movie, the one movie that I, the one movie that I, um, that as of right now, like, the, the modern DC, it's, like, the most critically acclaimed, like, in the 90s, I think it's, like, Wonder Woman. Like yeah. Wonder Woman was like ninety three. Hold on, wait. I thought I thought BVS had like fifty or forty on Rotten Tomatoes. That's no, I, got like, I got like twenty. Yeah, bro. Like, I, like I actually, I, I, and I'm someone who like enjo- enjoys most of BVS. It's just a damn Lex Luthor. Oh, anyway, um, yeah, and then like I think Shazam had like a really good score. Uh, Shazam was like was like well, like not, yeah, Shazam's ninety. Uh, Birds of Prey, I think it's like in the in the seventies, eighties. Um, yeah. So, um, believe it or it's just it's just sadly today's today's you know today's thing as far as casuals is that they def a lot of casuals do kind of go to Rotten Tomatoes first um, to see what a movie's doing, and then they kind of regard you know what their thoughts on on that movie um, before seeing it. So, um, but I, I I think the the Batman is going to be a high tomato meter. I think I'm hoping. I hope so. I just I it, the bias against certain mo- certain movies just pisses me off. Yeah, I agree because I I feel the same way about 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 the um. I feel this. Oh, let me just not. I'm not even gonna. Okay. <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's just let's just move on. Um, anything else you've been watching this week? <laughs> Actually, I've watched quite a bit. Um, Listen I watched <laughs> I watched this movie called Love Hard on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it was like a Christmas little rom com with Nina Dobrev. Um, that one kid from Never Have I Ever, the one that's like 
very obviously a grown ass man, but he's playing a seventeen year old. Um, I'm up to like thirty two. Yeah, fuddled. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. And Jimmy O Yang, and it was bad. <laughs> um, I just think it's funny because as soon as I saw him in this movie, I was like, he's really playing a grown ass man here, and then mm-hmm. on the same service playing a seventeen year old in another show. Um, and then I watched Wrong Turn, but. I wanted to watch the 2003 one um, for the first time because I hadn't seen it before. And I'm really trying to watch like classic like slashers Mm because I haven't seen a lot. Mm -hmm. But I literally couldn't find it anywhere on streaming. It like it's so weird. Cinemax was like, hey, you can log in with your subscription through Amazon because you have a subscription through Cinemax with Amazon. And I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then I tried to do it. And then every time I tried to do it, it would be like, oh, like Amazon's not here in the list of providers to log in with. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean? And so I tried to like get on Amazon and just watch it on there through my Cinemax subscription, but it like wouldn't let me. Like it was kept asking Mm -hmm. me to rent it instead of watch it my Cinemax subscription. So I was like, fuck this. I don't care anymore. And the, (laughs) the 2021 wrong turn was on Hulu. So I was like, okay, I'll watch this instead. And it also had a pretty good Rotten Tomatoes score. Um, so I watched that, and it was also bad. Um, <laughs> yo, 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 easy, easy. Have you seen it? Seen what? Wrong the, turn? The 2021 one. Oh, my God, no. I don't want okay. to. Okay. See, that's Sheesh. the one I watched. And <clears throat> I, this okay. It's terrible. <laughs> it... It's weird because it's, like, one of those horror movies where I'm, like, there's some really good, like, tension and really good kills and, like, moments of, like, gore that I think are Mm -hmm. really, really cool. And also the, like, credits sequence, like, when the credits are rolling, there's this, like, really cool just shot that, like, stays. um, Mm -hmm. And it's really, like, fulfilling after, you know, the journey that the main character went on throughout the movie. But also, it's like with final girl, with final girls, I need them to be more than badass. Like, I need for them to actually have like a personality, you know. Um, and so, when I like, when I'm watching slash, I haven't seen a lot, but when I am watching slashers, <sighs> and I'm like, your final girl is literally just like pretty girl, and she gets some good kills in. I'm not gonna root for her. I'm not gonna get behind her. I'm sorry. Um, so and that's exactly what she was in this movie. But, yeah, there, there's some good stuff in there. It's just, like, it pisses me off when, like, there is just, like, genuine, like, moments of, like, greatness in movies. And then, like, the rest of the movie, like, doesn't live up to any of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's definitely what this movie is. Because there's, there's one moment in particular in the movie uh, where I'm trying, let me try to explain it to you. So, they, um, they, for punishment, like, the group, because they're not cannibals this time. I know what the wrong the, the first one is about. I know they're cannibals in the first one. They're mm-hmm. not cannibals in this. The people that, like, find them are just, like, a, you know, new society of people that don't have, like, laws and, you know, stuff like that. They're, like, barbarian, kind of. Um, and so they find these people, and the people, the kids, killed one of their people because they thought they were cannibals, but they're not. Um and so they're like they're having like a court ruling for them and they get sentenced to darkness and basically that means they you know tie them up and then they put like a like a stick on fire what are those called like <laughs> the branding things you know what i'm talking about oh you're just um, saying you're just saying yeah like under fire but it's not like a branding thing it's just like a you know pokey stick um and they oh they my put God. it they put it in their eyes and then throw them like down into this like pitch dark you know place right and 
you that's in earlier in the movie and then later in the movie you see it again but you see like all of the people that they've done it to down there just like blind like walking around and like don't know what the fuck is going on like disoriented and that was really fucking creepy um but like everything else in the movie is just like whatever um anyway watch that um <laughs> don't know if i have any interest in watching the 2003 one or not because i heard that's like what is it is it good i everyone that i've talked to either says it's great or awful <laughs> wrong turn 22 <clears throat> listen here's what i will say if listen hannah you can't go into these slashers expecting like you know, I don't. <laughs> it, it comes at night, you know. I don't you know expect that. I just want to have fun. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I love, think it's like, a good time. Physical media, baby. I watch the. I watch that. You know, I, I watch it here and there every year. Wrong turn. It's fun to me. Then again, I've been watching since I was a kid, so it's like you know. I don't think you're gonna you're gonna like it if you're watching it for the first time as like an adult who reviews. <laughs> you know, movies. you're just not. You know I like saying? slashers, but it's, uh, I, I haven't seen a whole lot. I, I think, like, maybe one of my favorites is, like, You're Next. I love You're Next. That's really next fun. That's, that's fair. Um, your Next is good. I like. I just next. haven't seen a lot of the classics. I feel like I've seen, like, a lot of, like, modern ones. Yeah, um, the modern, and, the, and most of the modern ones are just, God. Just, <laughs> like... They 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 lost it. Like I have what the modern slasher movie is a uh, um happy happy death day right. First oh, one was a lot of fun. <laughs> I have a lot of fun with the happy happy death day right. Happy death day two goes complete sci fi and it's just what were you thinking? Yeah, you know <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know what they were thinking going sci fi with these movies and stuff. Um, I don't love yeah. these Blumhouse like horror comedies. They don't do it for me. Freaky. Well, Freaky like was word. like Freaky was. I agree. Freaky was like I rewatched Freaky recently. And I'm like, eh. Just Catherine you know. Newton is very gorgeous gowns, beautiful gowns. <laughs> you always say that about somebody. Why are you being so rude? Um, I have another guy that I'm about to talk about. That's very beautiful gowns, gorgeous gowns. Um, and I watched The Way Way Back. Have you ever watched that before? The way way back no yeah it's like a coming of age movie very much like mm. my ish it was very good i loved it um sam rockwell a great sam rockwell performance that i haven't heard anyone mm. talk about um and then i watched no exit and that came out on hulu today um <laughs> danny ramirez <laughs> beautiful gowns gorgeous gowns <laughs> um it was bad <laughs> no exit it's i was like, gonna watch that too fine with me you you might like it. I don't know. Um, There's no way. There's no way. <laughs> I don't think you'll like it, actually. Um, it's, like, one of those movies where it's, like, it takes itself very seriously, and then, like, it has the most ridiculous, like, plot twists and shit like mm-hmm. that. It's so stupid, and they're, like, unneeded, too. You know what I mean? Like, you have kind of, like, a interesting thing going on, and then they're, like, okay, plot twist, plot, plot twist, plot twist, and I'm, like oh, I didn't need, like, any of this. Like, I would have watched regardless. Like, I didn't need the plot twist to, like, keep me engaged. Um, right. uh, the State Farm guy is in it. <laughs> the who? The State Farm guy. Why? I don't know. He just is. Um, and it took me, like, 20 minutes to figure out as the State Farm guy, and then I couldn't take him seriously after that. Um, <laughs> Danny Ramirez is the villain, and he, like, he looks more scared than the person he's trying to scare. All the time. <laughs> He's so gorgeous gowns, beautiful gowns, beautiful face. Um, 
no good performances in it except for the lead performance. <laughs> it's not in good. No exit. It's on Hulu or something, right? Yeah, oh. it's on Hulu. Be, um, I, I will be skipping. So. It's another. It, it, it's the same thing as like Wrong Turn, also, where I'm like, um, there's some like really good like moments of like tension and like gore. There's like one in particular where like they nail her wrist to a wall. And mm-hmm. then, like, she has to, and she's, like, trying to take her wrist off the wall, like, just, like, pop the nail out. Um, and that, that's really gross and, like, hard to look at. And it was a really great scene. But, like, everything else, I'm like, oh, my God, this is, like, whatever. So, yeah. That's all I've watched. Well, I don't think I'm going to be watching this This no exit BN. I think Alex <laughs> watched it, too. So, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, Alex didn't like it either. Yeah. So. All right. Let's get into some questions. We missed a lot of questions throughout the uh throughout the week. So if you want to send us a question, everyone, 617-506-3409, and we will answer them on whatever show we can. So this person here says, any thoughts on the Peacemaker finale? What did you think of the cameo? This is sent back on Monday. So shit, the finale was like almost two weeks ago, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, Okay, so... Well, it would have been a week ago yesterday. Yeah, so I finally watched Peacemaker. I we turned it on. Them. Turned it on last week. Um, you know, wanted to see what all the hoopla was about. <laughs> you know, I heard the finale. It was like massive cameo. I already saw the spoiler like the day before I watched it. So um, I knew it was coming. So it was all about how they were going to get there. So I started Peacemaker. Um, a lot of the a lot of the people who are like. Is one of the best DC shows of all time. You gotta relax. Let's check I mean, up here. Um, I would agree because there isn't really many DC shows other than the CW stuff to go on. So yeah, it's just the first the first four episodes. I was like, it was like all right. Yeah, I, I didn't get really into so. it. I, I didn't really, I didn't get really really into it until like the f- maybe fifth or sixth episode, and yeah. I think it's like eight episodes, eight or nine episodes total. Um, mm-hmm. and I didn't really get into it until like the fifth one where like, I forget, I forget now. What's it's happened. very much dicking around for like the first four episodes. The first four. Yeah. Um, yeah. and stuff like that. But so, when things are like cleared up finally and like you understand what's going on because they kind of keep you in the dark, uh, like just like you are with like Chris's, mm-hmm. um, he doesn't know like what the butterfly situation is. And so you don't either because they don't tell you. So we kind of find out at the same time that Chris does, and that takes up until like episode five to you know clear everything up. So for yeah. the first four episodes, it very much is just like, hey, funny, <laughs> and even mm-hmm. though the show's not very funny. Yeah, I think I think um, I think for me, I think as a, as a whole, you got to be really into James Gunn's stuff to be into it. Yeah. Um, I feel like because um. I remember who I was talking to, but it's just I know people. I know if you're not into James Gunn isms, especially his R-rated stuff, um, then I don't think you're gonna like it all that much, you know, because butterflies and cows and this, <laughs> and, you know, you gotta really know, like you gotta be really into James Gunn. I think not. Not I won't say I won't even say like really really into James Gunn. I just think you gotta be a fan of his to really like like the show. Yeah. Or, or appreciate the show. Um, you know, because what James Gunn does well, he character development, he does really, really well. Um, you know, and that's all here. But then he gets a little wonky. Like, you know, like even like even someone like me with the Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. 
the whole starfish shit at the end, not the actual starfish, but like when the people have to be starfish, it's like you gotta like you gotta like you gotta really be into like camp and comic book <laughs> movies to yeah. really like that shit. And I'm and I'm then me, I'm, I'm it ain't it ain't for me half the time, you know. So it's like the 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 starfish stuff. I remember seeing. I remember watching Suicide Squad. My mom and she was just like, "What is going on?" Like at the ending <laughs> of Suicide Squad, because the same thing happens in this in this show with the butterflies. Suicide same, Squad the is kind shit. of like a little tonally inconsistent. Yeah, it's the <laughs> especially it's the towards that like final act because they mm-hmm. James Gunn presents like the Starro stuff in like a very horror esque mm-hmm. way at first when you you know go downstairs and you see like you know all the victims and stuff like that but then it turns into like silly very fast mm-hmm. yeah and, I, and that's exactly that's the yeah that's that's why i'm like you gotta be and even like so even like the guardian films like at least the second one uh, the second one. <laughs> at least more so the second one, the first one you can tell he was a little held back the second one he kind of goes full james gunn for the most part that's i mean maybe that's one of the reasons why it's one of my least favorites in the mcu um yeah but i think he has a he has a listen and, and listen i rather i rather and i rather me i rather a director have like uh like a style than having mm-hmm. no style, at least to me, you know, like there's a there's there's a visual flair and there's, there's a style to his shows and his movies. So, um, but yeah, when it was getting towards the ending stuff and stuff like that, all of that really really good. Um, and his characters, well, he does characters really well. So a lot of the characters here are really really I mean, really good. He made me like Peacemaker a lot, and I finished Suicide Squad, and I was like, I am not watching Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> because mm-hmm. I hated him so much in Suicide Squad, and now watching the show, I was like, I literally love him. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, the father stuff was a little hit or miss for me because I'm just I think racism in shows is kind of dead to me right now. I'm I'm over it. You know what I mean? I've told you this. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I told you like I'm over racism in movies, racism in shows. I'm I'm really over it. It's 2022. Let's do something different. <laughs> and it's like it's here. It's there. I mean, it's it's supposed to be there. I guess it's just an there. easy way to make you hate someone. Yeah, it's supposed you know? to be there. That's right. Exactly. It's supposed to be there to make you hate the dad and stuff. But you know, it just gets a little. Even the Asian joke. It was just it was just too much yeah. for me as far as like that. Um, because yeah, I was just like, let's 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 relax. Here. I did love see seeing Vigilante fuck them up in episode four though. It was a lot of fun. A lot yeah. of fun. You know, um, that paid off. I was like this this got me <laughs> yeah yeah so stuff like that i went into the show thinking that peacemaker was the villain the way y'all was talking about it you mean but, vigilante yeah vigilante sorry i i went into it thinking that he was the main villain of the show because a lot of people were saying like oh my god he's 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 nuts and crazy and the things that he's doing to these people those are people <laughs> that was phrasing him like that i'm like oh so he's the bad guy oh that's kind of well he, he he's exactly was, what you just said but just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I just I guess I was waiting. I'm like, oh, when is the gonna be the time when he like snaps and kills someone as far as like <laughs> who's like who's like a good guy and he kills them and he just he's he, he's cool the entire season as far as like he's just he's he's just a buddy. He's just like, oh okay. A sociopath. <laughs> a yeah, silly just, little sociopath. <laughs> just he's just he's just a buddy, you know. I yeah. I don't oh, know what I with the dad. I just wasn't. I wasn't into it. The the white dragon. It, that that was giving. That was giving very CW. The white dragon. Yeah, fly, yeah, yeah. Flying and all that shit. That was giving very like brother. What are we doing? You know. Yeah, like, that, that also felt a little weird. Um, <laughs> but 
I I didn't know what what to expect with it honestly because I just like I watched the I watched one trailer, and it, the trailers don't mm-hmm. show you anything like mm-hmm. at all. Um, so watching the show, I literally just thought it was gonna be like I don't even, I didn't even really expect a villain. I don't know why. I just like started watching it, and then like the butterfly stuff is so like late in the show mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, this kind of feels like a little out of nowhere. Um, so th- the show it definitely feels a little bit like um just inconsistent a bit because i do think the later half of the show is so much better than the beginning so i think like episode three i think episode three is really really good but that's mostly because i think it's probably like the only episode that like made me laugh consistently um and also i i do think the vigilante is probably like the funniest character in the show and made me laugh the most and i Mm -hmm. think that's when he has like the most screen time as in um episode three so episode three is really good episode four is like you start getting into the butterfly stuff but it's not really there yet and then five is when it really hits its stride and then five through eight is really really great um and i really love the finale i thought i thought the finale oh, was great. the finale the finale um, is really good the dude that really good. whole action scene uh with the uh theme song going on mm-hmm. it was so good um and I thought I thought all emotionally be- emotional beats like really hit for me in the end. I didn't really expect it to hit me like they did, but they did. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I had a great time watching it. Honestly, it was just like easy TV, you know. Agreed, agreed, hundred percent. It was a easy. It was the it was a fast. I got through it really quickly too. The episodes are not long. Um, I got through it pretty quickly. I like it literally in a weekend, and I had a good time. You know um also the justice league cameo is so whatever like i laughed i thought it was funny i'm sorry like it didn't ruin aquaman in the mcu uh, mcu dcu like who said that (laughs) what do you mean oh my god literally people were like oh they made him a joke again they made aquaman a joke again i don't that really does confuse me too because i'm like aquaman the movie is so silly and I'm like, I know maybe because Snyder fans were the ones that are mad about this. So maybe they're just Listen, talking about Hannah, Snyder and his movies. It's a thing where I, we said this years ago, back in 2020, like anyone who touches these characters, you just, you got a rude awakening ahead because you're just, there's a part of the fan base that's just never going to accept you because they want what they want. They it's want, still weird to me though, because I'm yeah. like, in Snyder Cut... Like Barry and Aquaman were joking around with each other the same way that they were in this episode. They, you're right. They know. I'm sure they all know that. But it's just the the matter of the fact of they want what they want, and there's a part. There's a fan base that's just they're not going to accept anyone. Do you know how quick? Listen, I have never seen a fan base turn on someone so quick than what the fan base did to like Patty Jenkins. Oh yeah, Patty Jenkins. Clay, she okay. didn't. Even, she didn't even direct she, the first Wonder Woman movie, according to them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So the first Wonder Woman was like, oh my god, oh she was so good because she she had help from Zach, and then she did her own thing. Granted, I do not like Wonder Woman 1984, so fair to y'all, but I have never seen a fan base turn on someone so quick. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's just, and it's not everyone. There's a lot of people who are a lot of big. Um, Zack Snyder fans and you know who who are very respectable to everyone's opinions um you know we have we have two huge massive um we have two huge massive 
um, you know, Zach, Zack Snyder, oh, Zack Snyder fans on the podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like Manda and Meg, like two massive, like, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to get any more massive than them two. Um, but there is definitely a, there's definitely a part of that fan base who can, can be very vile and just like, I will not take anything. I think that's all unless... fan bases though, to be honest. It is. It is. Uh, um, it, same thing happens with, same thing with like, with, with Marvel, with Star, Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, you cannot change. I just think that the Lord of the Rings. are loud. Oh yeah. Lord of the Lord Rings. Lord of the Rings. Like, man, the people who are so mad about the black people being in this show angry why would you just why would he never wanted this like why would you anyway uh, is so fantasy it's... fans believe anything but diversity oh, <laughs> they're like thought... you know fucking i don't know dragons exist but black people don't yeah <laughs> I, I and listen man i howled when when aquaman said fuck you barry i just i was getting not sorry <laughs> when, when 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 uh peacemaker's like you guys are fucking late it's it's funny it's fun i don't know it's weird um, it okay. literally lasted like two seconds it's Good. not that serious <laughs> let's, let's get some more questions here this person here says oh shit give me a second guys it's glitching out Skype. All right, this person here says, "Euphoria, are you excited for the show to be ending, or do you wish we had more episodes?" Dude, are you kidding? I'm excited to, for it to end. Did you even watch the last episode? I remember you said I you did. Were I I caught it. up. I caught up because yeah. I skipped a week and then I did catch up with this week because I I started feeling FOMO. I won't lie, I'm still not enjoying the show, but I started feeling FOMO because literally every week is just people are flooding the timeline with stuff about Euphoria. Hannah, I have never seen interaction for a show more than what I've seen for Euphoria on Twitter. It is nuts on Twitter with this show. Like, Sunday nights is absolutely nuts. Like, there will be people posting about something, and a post would have, like, 400,000 likes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nuts on Twitter um, for this show. And... I don't even follow the show and I'm seeing it left and right. And I'm like, God damn, you know? So it's, it's, it's a uh, great, this episode, this Sunday episode, this was a fucking mess. It the was biggest mess everywhere. Yeah. There was so, it would go from the play to something happening now to something happened to a flashback back to the play to what's, what's Fez <laughs> doing Back to a flashback. Back into this the play. What happens when you have what no is going on to wrap everything up? It's like it's so frustrating when you like. I always refer to Barry, but I literally just think Barry is such a good example of like having a show like a lot's going on in it for sure, right? And there's mm -hmm. a lot of different storylines, and then everything like comes together to, comes together at the end and wraps up so perfectly, right? And it, it works so well. And every time I watch it, I'm like, literally every loose end is like, you know, wrapped up in that finale of both seasons. It's so good, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like, I watch shows like Euphoria and I'm like, how are you failing so bad at a high school drama? Like, <laughs> it's so frustrating. I agree. 100%. And it's just like, it, it, it's, um, 
oof, man, it was it was just all over the place. And then, oh my god, and all these geeks are like, oh my god, y'all, 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 not ready for what Cassie's about to do. To Cassie's not gonna do nothing to fucking to, to the Lexi. Y'all have been saying that. What like, is Cassie going Maddie to do? Maddie is gonna beat Cassie's ass for like the last and, three weeks, uh, and nothing's happened. And nobody's like, fighting. I, they, I don't think yeah. Sam is putting fighting in his show. Nobody's about to fight. Cassie's gonna talk to her. And be like, why'd you do it? And she's gonna be like, oh, I did it because of this, and then I'm gonna move on. That's it. Yeah. Mark my words. <laughs> Literally gonna happen. <laughs> None gonna happen. And then um, yeah. The behind the scenes stuff, that's the that's the shit I'm like, yeah. you know, like this crazy shit's going down with this damn show. Bobby Fierra's character in the show is terrible too. Whoa, she literally terrible. had more screen time and her guest appearance in the after party last night in the new uh-huh. after party episode than she did the entirety of this season. Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> and you can tell and you can tell like there is just holes in that entire storyline that we've stuff that we've had we probably haven't seen yet. And uh it's just weird, man. I, I don't I don't I I don't I don't I don't know what is up with her character this season. It's just a mess. Um she had sex with the Game of Thrones character and that's it. That's all that's been going on. The guy too, Ethan. Like, man, what is? I don't know. He was great in Lexi's play. <laughs> he was, but yeah, this, oh this man. Sh- the, but now, I, like, like I said, I think Euphoria is so good when it's like trying to be funny because I do think Euphoria is funny. Like the whole like stuff with like the play and it wasn't like trying to be like super self serious or anything like that. Those mm-hmm. parts of the play, I thought it was so funny and so good. But then we like keep cutting back to fucking like um uh like cassie and maddie and i'm like you guys want me to care about this relationship so bad but literally in the first season we didn't even get that much of them in the first season like together like being friends so why are you asking me to care so much about their relationship in this season when like they're friends for half an episode this season yeah like i 100%. don't care 100 <laughs> percent um all right, let's get into some more questions. This person here says, Hello, everyone. I'm glad the Doctor Strange movie feels and looks Sam Raimi. But why is everyone undermining previous directors like Sam? Like Sam is the only great the great one they've had in the past in the past 10 plus years. Um, I don't think anyone's doing that. Let me see. Undermining previous directors. Listen, I'll, I'll say it. I'm not undermining previous directors. But shit, all these movies feel, feel manufactured. Half of these MCU movies. I mean, we bring it up and talk we, about it we all never the time. Blame the directors. I don't. Yeah, think. it's not I their mean, fault. Like, it's not their fault. It's other just, than like Peyton Reed. <laughs> like shit. If, if you if go back and watch Short Term Twelve, and then go back and watch Shang Shang Chi, I I guarantee he did not want them fucking dragons all over the place at the end at the ending. Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. But that ending was clearly MCU, Marvel Studios. We got to put this stuff in, man. You know what I mean? Like, it, it it felt very... The proof is in the pudding as well as far as Black Widow. One director said nah because they said we'll handle the action set, set pieces and scenes and stuff like that. And yeah. And a lot of these times when people say that, um, oh my God, it's such a great thing that Marvel gets these indie correctors... But half of the time, to me, it feels like we get these indie directors so because they're not going to combat what we're going to tell them to do. That's what it feels like sometimes when you see the movies because how can why does this movie feel so different than than that movie that they just did? You know, so I don't think it's undermining them. It's but someone like someone like a James Gunn or like a or like a or like a um, or like a Sam Raimi or you know so a couple a couple of others. Yeah, they've had. 
like, like, in, like in all honesty, what are you doing giving the Russos their own movie, like a movie? What are you doing as far as like, <laughs> as far as like going from TV to you got to do the Winter Soldier, and I love Winter Soldier, right? But what do you? But what do they do? Because but the action set pieces in, in Winter Soldier are so, are so choppy. That that highway scene is just the, the cuts are crazy and stuff like that. Because like, what are you doing? Given given directors who did like one epi- one season of a show, these big movies, and I think they're doing the same thing. Like they like Miss Marvel. The uh, you know, it's like the people who did whatever. So it's like it's 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 it feels very studio. These movies just sometimes they just feel studio produced rather than director driven. Mm-hmm. It, it happens I, I just, all the time. I think it's unfortunate because a lot of i i don't know just outside looking in it seems like when they do hire these like indie directors it almost feels like an abuse of power in a way because they're not gonna like you know be like no (laughs) marvel you know um but like someone like sam raimi coming in i think it's a different conversation to be had because and I'm not saying this is, like, you know, good or anything. They only listen to, like, seasoned directors. That's not what I'm saying. It's just, mm-hmm. you know, Sam Raimi coming in and, you know, he hasn't done a movie for seven years. And, you know, I'm sure that there had to be a good deal for him to be worked out and be like, yeah, you can make whatever movie you want for him to actually agree to do this. Um, and I'm sure they are going to listen to, you know, if Sam Raimi says he wants, you know, blank over another director who have has done one movie previously and it was like a $1 million little indie movie, you know, mm-hmm. um, if they both say they want the same thing, they're probably going to tell Sam Raimi yes. And you know, this other director, no. And yeah, that's the truth. unfortunate. It's just, you know, it's how it is. It'd it be, it be like that is what you, what you say. That's, um, but listen, all these directors, not it's, it's no takeaway from any of them. Cause it's not their fault. If you, it's just sometimes it's just like I would love for Marvel to give a director the there's like pros and cons to like a universe, right? I love the idea of a shared universe, but I love the idea of nah, like just Matt. Like okay, I just saw a quote right from Matt Reeves. He's like he's like if someone asked him from Collider, is there gonna be Superman and Wonder Woman in your universe? He's like no the fuck <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's, he's like i don't have any interest to do any of that stuff and it's like that is so refreshing sometimes because not everything like you know we every we, we've even asked questions of how moon knight is gonna like is gonna be next to a deadpool or a you know what i'm saying like what is moon knight and thor gonna talk about or do like it's like this just it's the weirdest thing so Sometimes I, I, this like one of my wishes is one day Marvel goes to a director, hey, we don't want anything from the MCU. It's not going to be MCU. It ain't going to be anything. Just do a movie. Who do you want? And they, and they say who they want and they just do a movie. And, and I, I don't know. That's just, that's like, that's the, uh, the simple, this, this, you know, the simpler man, you know, this is in me as far as like just wanting something else besides the same the same thing every day or like every year and stuff like that so i don't know sorry but okay this person here says where will morbius factor into multiverse of madness he won't, won't. Tyler. <laughs> jesus christ tyler he won't <laughs> 
Okay, this person here says, why is Tom Holland perfect as Nathan Drake? Was this Larry? <laughs> Listen, Tom served as Don't, Nathan. I'm sorry. Man, uh, man. <laughs> as a young Nathan, he definitely served. I, I don't know what you want me to say. You've been making, making this argument since he was cast, man. Listen, I okay. Listen, I... <laughs> I hate it. I don't think that he was perfect. Um, oh there, there's a lot of moments in the movie where it's like definitely just like, you know, like, would be, be uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and that's it. It's not Nathan Drake. Um, but there is moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, like, that's really great. It's really good. Um, mm-hmm. So there's, there's, you know, sparks of potential for, you know, moving forward. Obviously, Uncharted has been a huge success for Sony. For Sony. Um, <laughs> so... We'll we'll see more movies in the future, and hopefully we get a new writer director, <laughs> and they can be great. I don't know. I told Larry that hey, they changed directors when for Venom. You know, Venom yeah. was a big success, and they changed directors. So maybe this say, which is funny because Ruben Fletcher did the first Venom, so and then he went maybe, and did this. Maybe that is maybe he didn't get reprimanded for Venom. He got awarded <laughs> Uncharted. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I but do get nervous they were running though. Through directors for Uncharted for a while. Um, the problem with these characters being under Sony is I get so fucking nervous, man. These <laughs> characters, like Ghost of Tsushima's story, is so good. I just cannot picture Sony bringing that story to justice on screen. I just can't picture it. I just can't. <laughs> I I I'm so glad that for The Last of Us they went with the route. Of a TV show, produce. I mean, Neil Druckmann's still involved, and they're doing a show, and it's not on Sony's movie movie squad, bro. If The Last of Us was under Sony's banner of movies, oh my god, Hannah, do you know the the disaster we would get? Like, I mean, the disaster. It would have. <laughs> That's what I was trying to explain. They would have cast Caitlyn. The, they would have. Ca- they would have cast Caitlyn Dever. They would have casted like some guy and <laughs> it it just would have been a, like why is ellie 25 years old right here it just would have been a disaster is, that's what i was trying to tell larry on the uncharted review and like he wasn't understanding it's just like uncharted it lends itself to like you know a movie more mm. than the last of us ever would because uncharted is it very much is inspired by you know indiana jones like you know a lot of adventure movies and it is cinematic. It's just it takes to the fourth game to really like get a like meaty story. You know what I mean? Everything else, you know, I'm pretty sure if someone was to make like a one by one Uncharted movie of like the first Uncharted game, it wouldn't be that difficult because it isn't you know super cinematic. Like I said, um, mm. but with like The Last of Us, it is just so you know like you know. Um, there's a lot there, there's a lot on the bone for the last of us so if you were to try and make like a two-hour movie it just wouldn't ever work <laughs> that's why when i when i when i when they made the announcement they were doing a tv show i was like thank god because you just cannot do this movie and and you you cannot do some idiotic thing where you bunch last of us part two and last of oh, us one yeah, like no. you know what i'm saying like okay sony uncharted th- stories are singular you if, know? if this was sony part, right Last of Us is very much like you know you have one and you have two. Sony would have Sony would have had Ellie as a kid for like forty five minutes and then she gets older, and then it's the, it's 
Hannah, like I'm trying to get you to understand how much of a disaster it just would have been a complete travesty. So whatever my feelings are for this show coming up, I'm nervous because of things that I've heard. But whatever, like I'm, I'm still grateful that it's a it's a TV show, you know, and they can have some time, and it won't be some crazy green screen cgi uh cgi um clickers and stuff like that and just an absolute monstrosity so man that because when when they did that that playstation studios thing in the beginning i got so nervous i said oh my fucking god man i still i watched like a i know i i I watched a um (laughs) a little like clip of that from the beginning the face looks very pager though hannah no, I'm just Hannah. saying. Hannah, I think that's a, that's, I, a, that's, a, that's a Hannah thing. Like, yo, Hannah. Listen, no, no, no. Jamie thought it too. We were literally, we were like, is that like a picture? Um, And I watched it again because I was like, there's no way I'm like that, like, insane. Because <laughs> when I was watching the theater, I could have sworn. But no, it like, the face looked very Pedro. I was like, okay. Like, maybe they do look more like than I thought I did. <laughs> Pedro and uh, Joel. I, I, I guess. Because because they, they didn't, if, if that was the case, why didn't they just make Uncharted Tom? That was clearly the Uncharted from the games. The, uh, no, I'm not Drake. saying that I still think it's them. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, when I watched it in theaters, I was like, oh my God, that's them. That um, just wouldn't make any sense to me. Because even the Ellie face, I'm like, oh, that's clearly the game's Ellie. It looks See, that's, that's the one that got me. Because I was like, oh no, like, the hair is very much, like, you know, game mm-hmm. hair. But then I, like, I kept looking at the, well, the, like, little bit that I saw. It was very quick. But I was like, oh my God, that face looks very much like Pedro. Um, but then I, like, watched, like, a clip and I got home and I was like, oh my God, no, it still, like, looks like Pedro. Um, but I think it's just maybe they do look more like than I thought they did. But yeah, I was like, I was like, definitely when I was sitting in the theater for Uncharted, like the first five minutes, I kept <laughs> thinking about it. I was like, I can't <laughs> get it like out of my head because I was like, was that them or was that not them? But yeah, it, it definitely wasn't. But yeah, I mean, I guess, man, I still don't think Pedro looks anything like Joel. But not not yeah. that you have to look Dwayne, anything like the character. But he, he no, does it. Are you kidding me? Literally, are you kidding? No, 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 no. He doesn't. He literally does. I'm not, Bro. and I'm not even like. Okay, Bro. I know that I've been so like. Uh, yeah, like, you do this thing where you're when you're excited about something. It's like all this. Why would I? Why thing. would I need him to look time. like Joel? Though, why would I need him to look Beats like Joel? Me? I know he looks nothing like him. <laughs> no, no, no. Hold on. Let me get you side by side. Because I realized I know what Joel day, looks like. I realized this the other day. They do look alike. It's the nose. Even <laughs> even in the beginning, when I'm talking about the Batman, it's like, yo, you had a you had a you had an answer for every anything, any kind of. I wasn't pers- trying critique. to. <laughs> I wasn't Sheesh. trying to. Like remember that? Like I'm trying to get the audience to understand that I be getting attacked. Like there was one time where I was <laughs> like, yo, I'm not that big of a fan of fucking. And Hannah was like, she's gonna kill me. That's what Hannah said. She's like, I'm gonna get violent. That's literally what <laughs> Hannah said. Like when Hannah loves something and she's rooting for something, it's right. like, yo, know. they could do no wrong. I have every right. Shit. No, you don't. I can't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do this. Um, okay, I think that's it for today's show, everyone. Thank you guys all for joining us. Sorry, the episode didn't end on a rant or whatever like that, but thank you guys. I really appreciate. Not me, like eighty-five messages. Oh, Dwayne Hannah's right, man. Uh, she kind of does look like. Oh, whatever you get. <laughs> whatever, man. Thank you, thank you guys all for joining us. My name is Dwayne Hannah. Let everyone know where they can follow you. Uh, average to Dan on Twitter. Piss me off, man. All right. <laughs> All right, everyone. You can follow me on Twitter as well, at CinemaEck94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook. I'm sending Twitter. you the thing right now. I don't get <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I don't want this. You want this for some reason. Because it's I, true. I don't want this. Hannah be sleeping for like 19 hours and then she's waking up causing violence for no reason. I don't need this. Oh, my God. All right, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. I was here. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.